Welcome to A Little Knowledge is a Dangerous Thing, the podcast. Just getting over my first ever case of COVID-19. In fact, it's the first time I've been sick since 2019, maybe a year or two before that. Not fun for sure, but my symptoms were pretty mild. Congestion, minor aches. Glad that Mary and I got the updated vaccine six weeks ago. I'm thinking the likely source of the infection was the emergency room at Texas Health Hospital in Rockwall. I drove myself over there knowing that I was suffering from a kidney stone. If you ever get one, you won't forget how it feels. I passed one when visiting Alan and Mary on their ranch about 15 years ago. It's hard to imagine how much pain and suffering can be generated by a tiny kidney stone that happens to be a tad too big to move from the kidney into the bladder. But once it passes, you go from ready to die to everything's perfectly normal in about five minutes. After leaving the hospital in Gonzales that 15 years ago, I was out the next day bobbing up and down in the Gulf of Mexico in Alan's boat like nothing ever happened. My only advice, drink a lot. This time, however, I walked away from the emergency room with a 30-day prescription for a magic potion, something that is revolutionary for a 66-year-old man, something that I joked about in a podcast 15 years ago. And now, I'm a converted evangelist for Flomax. The doctor said it should help keep me from returning to the ER for round two. Well, let me tell you, racehorses no longer have anything over me in the whizzing arena. I can go head-to-head, toe-to-toe. Well, you get it. I feel like I'm going too far into this intensely personal subject. So... Let's double down and kick it into another gear by listening to that podcast from 15 years ago that goes well beyond what I've covered so far. Hi, this is Randy Hunt with another installment of What's On My Mind. This piece is called You're In Trouble. I heard a radio ad the other day that started with this interrogatory line. Men... Do you wake up to urinate? Certainly, it's a better option than not waking up. My wife agrees with me on this point. I'm 51 years old now and have just lived through the two milestones that happened during your 50th year. One, the AARP pummels you with embarrassing weekly mailings reminding you and everyone else who sees your mail that you've hit the big half-century mark. And two you start paying attention to prostate commercials. First, let's take a look at the origin of the word prostate. Turns out it's Greek, from the word prostates, meaning one standing before, or protector, or guardian. It gets its name from the position at the base of a man's bladder, sort of protecting the bladder like a security guard would protect a gasoline storage tank. So you might think, hey, 
The bigger the guard, the better the protection. In this case, the bigger the guard, the less gasoline he allows to be pumped into each delivery truck. And that's why I must be dreaming about driving tanker trucks every night. Now, in all seriousness, symptoms associated with prostate problems could be related to cancer of the prostate, which is the leading cancer among men, but at the same time, the cancer with the highest survival rate. About 80% of prostate cancer cases are diagnosed in men over 65, and almost 80% of men who reach the age of 80 have or have been treated for prostate cancer. For most men, however, a growing prostate is just a reminder that they are due for a midlife crisis. There's a TV ad with four middle-aged men out for a ride in a 60s vintage ragtop, a clear reference to the driver's midlife crisis, and one of the guys needs to pull over at every gas station to take a whiz. This is clearly an annoyance for the other three guys who have been taking Flomax and can hold it for three days at a time. Another problem in enlarged prostate exasperates is what a trusted friend of mine refers to as shy bladder. This trusted friend of mine tells me that he's always had shy bladder, even as a kid in the junior high school locker room. Now that my trusted friend's protector, Guardian, is creating its own set of challenges in a totally private setting, imagine how difficult it is for my trusted friend to use a public bathroom lined with urinals sans privacy dividers. I can only imagine his frustration. By the way, my trusted friend highly recommends the support website www.shybladder.org. The medical term for this condition is periuresis and is commonly referred to as stage fright and urophobia. The next time someone tells you he's urophobic, you'll know he's not afraid of Europeans, per se. He's just uncomfortable peeing among them. Which brings me back to the radio ad. I don't even remember what the growing problem remedy was that they were peddling, but a quick search on the Internet reveals dozens of medications and homeopathic treatments for BPH. At first, I thought BPH was a measurement, like bathroom breaks per hour, but I now know it stands for Bladder Protector Humongous. Okay, just kidding. BPH is Benign Prostatic Hyperplasia which translates to non-cancerous, Andre the Giant-like enlarging of what is supposed to be a walnut-sized gland into a lemon-sized version of your third-grade teacher who told you you could hold it until the end of class. But you couldn't. At least that's how my trusted friend related the story to me. To hear more...